hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Welcome back for those of you who are joining us uh, for the second, third, or 263rd time. Uh, if you are brand new to the podcast, I appreciate your time. We will try to make sure that we use your time wisely, uh, that we know that you have limited time, energy, and resources. So we will get right after it. Today, we got questions for Jeremiah. This one's going to be very different. This is our 10th episode, and this is the first time that this has uh, this kind of question has occurred. And so uh, without further ado, I'm going to read you the question, and then I'm going to, uh, I've, I've got to look up some stuff for you. But I, it says, I noticed you're pretty active on Twitter, which I have been lately. Uh, it's look, there's, there's all these different platforms that we go to for whatever reason. Uh, we, we tend to go to one more than the other at different times and whatnot. Uh, I am active on Twitter. I'm active on Facebook. Uh, I'm more active on Twitter right now than I am Facebook, uh, because frankly, the Facebook stuff didn't really explode or anything. And, and I, Twitter allows me the opportunity to, uh, you know, explore around more rapidly than Facebook does. And so, uh, you know, I just like the efficiency of it. Um, that being said, the question goes on. I saw a stream you commented on about the Biden impeachment process. Can you expand on this in your podcast? Now, why is today different than most of the other questions that we've addressed? Well, this one's not directly mental health related, but we are about healthy perspectives. So, I wanted to go ahead and address this um, and just see where it takes us. Hopefully this is something that you, you enjoy this as well as is informative, helpful, that kind of a thing. So let's start with uh, giving you some details. Uh, I don't know these people. I was interacting on Twitter with uh, ACYN, ACYN. I don't know, know who that is. Uh, I've actually got it right here in front of me. So I'm going to go ahead and refer to it. It's about the Collins interview with Mace. Uh, it says Collins, isn't it supposed to be the evidence that leads you to pursue an impeachment inquiry? And the response was that by Mace, that's what the inquiry is for, to get more evidence. Now, I listened and watched the, the little video. Uh, I'm going to go into a little bit about, you know, obviously, okay. So what, what the, okay, this is the funny part. What the uh, reporter is saying is the doubtful piece aren't you supposed to have a bunch of evidence before you impeach? And the response being the, that's what the inquiry is for. Both of these could actually be correct. So it was intriguing to me because I was like, yeah, no, both of those things are correct. Why do I know that? Uh, because sometimes the process of impeachment opens up certain doors. So I commented, my comment was this. First, there's already direct evidence. So we have direct evidence. Is it is it going to be sufficient to hold up in the court of law? We don't know. It hasn't been tested in the court of law. 
So we don't know, but we do know we have direct evidence. And so I'm thinking more like, because of my therapeutic take on this is I'm, I'm now going into, oh, we're in the gathering information, process information, uh, you make a decision and then verify that we did a good thing or a bad thing, like review, right? So gather, process, decide review. That's a therapeutic process, people. It's also what I hear is actually an investigation process because when I've talked to my brother, and many of you know that me and him have been doing a podcast periodically as well. Well, what we did, he was, he was in law enforcement when he was in the military. He, he did, uh, he was a, a military police and you know, that, that is a very common process. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to gather some information. We have, we have enough to say, wait a second, there's something here. What? I don't know, but enough to go, there's something here. Okay. So we're going to process that information. The impeachment inquiry is part of the processing, the information that we already have. So yes, Collins can be right that we need the evidence in order to do an inquiry, but it doesn't have to be a substantial amount of evidence. It could be enough to make us go, wait a second, where are we going to get the rest of this information? Now, Mace could also be right because when the doors are open, so let me put this in perspective, as I know it, not being a politician, but as I know this, Mace could also be right because when you open an impeachment inquiry, there's certain things. So, okay, let's say that all of the records for for Joe Biden and his potential corruption is what they're saying. What if all of that is in the presidential records? Because it probably is, folks. Well, that means that it would have to go through Obama because Obama was the president when he was the vice president. It would have to go through potentially if they overlapped into the Trump era, potentially get permission from Trump, potentially from, from who Joe Biden again. Why? Because he's the president. Now, any one of those can say, no, don't do it. Don't release those records. But when you have an impeachment inquiry, They can be subpoenaed through a different process, which means now all of a sudden you don't have to have Joe Biden giving permission to release records that would potentially incriminate him, which he would never do. Let's be real. He would never release those records as the president of the United States. So if you go through the impeachment process, he can't say no which automatically opens that door to uh you know those those important potentially important records okay so i went on i go on to say first there's already direct evidence coming out of the hunter biden investigation which there is some will refute that they'll be like there's no direct evidence. i'll get into that here in a minute because somebody did refute that second an impeachment process opens some doors to further the investigation because of the President Re- Presidential Records Act, which is true. Many documents can't be released without approval of the president. I go on to say, impeachment allows them to bypass getting permission from Biden and Obama, which wouldn't likely happen because 
They know their stuff there. If they do know their stuff there, the only, which they do, they know there's something there. Why would they give permission? Now, now is it enough to impeach Biden? Is it enough to, you know, to, to put shadows over, over Obama's presidency? I don't know. Nobody, I don't know that anybody does except for them. The only question is how deep is the hole? Because if it's a, and then I go on, if it's a shallow hole, it'll all blow over. If not, literally everything will change, which is true. Um, then I responded later on to somebody who was saying the GOP committee on, uh, on stepping on its own privates uh, has no, is no direct evidence. I told you I was going to get to that direct evidence piece. Because remember, gather, process, decide, review. The open-mindedness is at the front end and the back end and part of the middle. Three-fourths of the process is about mindset, folks. That's the healthy perspective, folks. That's the healthy perspective. Open minds, healthy perspectives. That's a good thing. All right, so I responded, that's incorrect. Hunter drew his father into it. And Joe talked about using the pressure of the White House to get a guy fired, which that's true. Now, the question is, was that a necessary part of the presidential process? Because if Obama is making that call, it's very different than if Joe Biden is making that call. And not only that, it's very different if there's a transaction going on that's going to benefit Joe Biden if he forces that issue. Uh, they in the legal world they call it quid pro quo. All right, there has to be a, a, a some kind of a deal with some kind of a transaction. I did this; it's a favor for a favor, basically. Now, I'm not a lawyer, so go look that up if you want. But that's what it means. You're going to find out what I just told you is true. Then I go on to say we also had testimony from two whistleblowers. Well, that's fact. That all happened in the public eye. You can go and look it up. It's all over the place. Accessible. You can watch every single second of it and decide what you want to decide. It's definitely enough to require more investigation and transparency. I think that's a reasonable response. Why? Because it's a healthy perspective. It's not unhealthy to think, huh, a little bit of skepticism about what's been going on. It's probably not bad in this, in this situation. Then somebody responds to me. This is just listen to this timeline. It's getting kind of interesting to me, right? Good God, they said. This was dishonest BS in 2019. And it's several times as dishonest in 2023. The European Union also wanted Shokin fired for failing to pursue corruption at the same time. That's that may be true, folks. You could go look that stuff up. That doesn't mean it wasn't corrupt. But what the Euro European Union wants, that doesn't mean that that Joe Biden wasn't getting a side deal. You know, they could want the same thing, and Joe Biden could still be corrupt. They could want different things, and Joe Biden could be innocent. I mean, that is to me. An unhealthy perspective because it's just slinging mud. Then it goes, the GOP Senate agreed that Biden did not seek Shokin's removal to help his son. 
That I haven't seen yet. Now, I've heard about this, but I haven't found anything on the GOP Senate agreeing to Biden. There's no evidence provided. There's no link or anything like that, but that's fine. Whatever. Okay, let's assume that's true. This person, this Vladimir Putin, um, Putin, uh, that's what it, that's what they went by. It's, uh, um, at Marconi 64, whoever this is, they're a Yahoo in this sense. They refuted one thing that I said. One of the three. Look, great. If you can refute the evidence, that's good. That's better for our country at the end of the day. I hope they can refute all of it. Unfortunately, if the best we can do is refute one of three, then that means there's two pieces of evidence that are problematic. Have a healthy perspective, folks. Have a healthy perspective. It doesn't take a genius to figure this stuff out. Okay. So... I responded, of course, with, you refuted one of three evidences. What about the other two? And then, because somebody comes in completely uninformed, and I don't like that, I got a little bit on the snappy side. I know that, in, and I and I actually did it on purpose because I'm trying to, I'm trying to spur a little bit, not of emotion. I don't, I don't want him to get emotion. I come off. I, I hope I come off pretty gentle, but I want to come off informative. Okay, I said, what about the documents he had at his home or at the university office? We can't stick our heads in the sand and pretend there's nothing there. We just can't do that. If you choose, you, the audience, choose to do that, you're not too bright. You're not using healthy perspectives. So you've got to engage folks in meaningful, healthy, helpful ways. And look, I know what's going to happen here. They're going to come back and they're going to say, ah, well, they returned the documents. It doesn't matter. It's still a breach of confidentiality. It's still illegal. And when you're not the president, you can't take a confidential record and do anything with it. You have to, matter of fact, from what I hear, the vast majority of the people who Look at confidential records. Now, he was the vice president. He may have had some access at that time, but he still probably should have kept all, all confidential records in the safest place ever, where they check in phones, where they don't let the documents out. Like they have a space to go review all this stuff. And you definitely don't keep boxes of them in a garage. And you definitely don't keep them at a university where others can access them. So no matter what, but they're going to probably come back and they're going to probably focus on the documents, ignoring what most likely, I don't know. I'm taking a guess because I'm, I've, I've just seen these things play out. So maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. What they're not going to do is address the whistleblowers, most likely. And what they're probably not going to do uh, is, is, is address, um, the the reality that we should be more transparent. The transparency is a good thing, not a bad thing in a situation where there's a lot of questions like this. Remember, I don't know how it's going to play out yet. We'll find out. But what I do know is this. 
if you're not gathering information, processing that information, in other words, challenging both angles of it, right? Matter of fact, there's another angle I can see them going. Oh, well, Trump, look, that's a garbage response. It's not healthy. Why? Because in processing information, process the actual information. Don't ignore the information that doesn't fit your narrative. That's not healthy, folks. So when I look at this question, can you expand on it in the podcast? Yeah, I just did. We'll see where it comes, you know, where it comes out. I don't know. But what I'm trying to do from where I sit as a counselor, as as a counselor trying to encourage healthy perspective, I'm trying to, in that kind of forum, take a pretty hard line to say, think, think, think. Why? Because gathering information, processing the information, then making a decision, and then opening your mind to the possibility that you're wrong still is the healthy perspective. Now, am I right on all this? I don't know. I don't know, folks. What I do know is that I'm thoughtful on all of this. I am thoughtful because what I'm doing is asking questions. Not not so much dictating what I think you ought to believe. And when we ask appropriate healthy questions, well, generally speaking, we get to a healthier perspective, folks. Hey, thanks for this question. I definitely appreciate it. It's different than the other questions that I've been getting. And it allowed me to step into the political arena a little bit while maintaining my clinical perspective. So definitely appreciate that. Thank you all so much for listening. Please, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, let's see, it's HP Honest Views. HP Honest Views. It's at HP Honest Views on Twitter. Look, it's all that stuff's in the link. You can go to the, the, the podcast link and find me. Um, I don't do everything right, folks, but here we're trying to make healthy perspectives. Appreciate you joining us. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot, so we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms, but you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com. You'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.